0: Today I'm remembering the late Liu Vui Keong, Batu MP who passed away from lung infection last week. In his short stint as the former de facto law minister, he had worked on various progressive reforms including abolishing the Anti-Fake News Act 2018 and lowering the voting age in Malaysia to 18. Many other initiatives were cut short because of the political crisis that ousted the Pakatan Harapan coalition government in February this year, including plans to introduce alternatives to the mandatory death penalty, anti-stalking legislation, decriminalisation of suicide and the repeal of the Official Secrets Act 1972 and replacing it with the Freedom of Information Act, limitation to the Prime Minister's tenure to two terms, the Independent Police Complaints Commission to address deaths in police custody and the push to reinstate MA63. Many of these laws or amendments were expected to be passed in mid to late 2020, but that's not happening. Because of the nature of my work, I focused a lot on the developments of the Anti-Fake News Act. From its rash implementation in April 2018, under the Barisan national government just a month before the general election and its subsequent abolishment a year and a half later under the Pakatan Harapan government. Here's a snippet from an episode of Ring True, a miniseries on misinformation that I produced in mid-2019, just before the law was scrapped. It's hosted by Caroline O, featuring clips from Gobind Singh, then Minister of Communications.
1: In April 2018, Malaysia passed the Anti-Fake News Act. Under the law, anyone found maliciously creating or sharing information that is false or even partly false may be fined up to five hundred thousand ringgit or face jail for a maximum of six years. Now, the law applies to anyone, inside or outside of the country, irrespective of nationality, as long as the fake news concerns Malaysia or Malaysia's citizens. Now, Malaysia became one of the first countries in the world to enact such a law. The Pakatan Harapan coalition considered it oppressive and vowed to repeal it if elected. They claimed the law was bulldozed into effect by the then Barisan National government to curb free speech ahead of the May general elections.
0: The Pakatan Harapan uh, position should the same. The anti-fake news bill must be abolished. There are enough laws in this country which already cover false news. But why do you
1: need this law? I really don't know how the lawyers in Barisan National could have agreed to put forward such a preposterous piece of legislation. Just before the elections, why are they rushing? Why didn't they just call it, don't talk about 1MDB Act? They weren't the only critics. The Malaysian Bar and Reporters Without Borders argued that anti-fake news legislation stifles debate and poses a major obstacle to the freedom to inform. In May 2018, Pakatan Harapan pulled off a historic win at the general elections. They set out to do what they promised to do. Well, the first 100-day project, the push for uh, media freedom, uh, is on the top of the agenda, anti-fake news laws and so forth. Of course, we have said in the past that we will abolish uh, that particular act. I'm looking into it. My ministry is working on, on that now. Of course, if we are able to get it into parliament uh, in its first sitting, that will be good. In August of 2018, the Lower House passed the bill to repeal the Anti-Fake News Act. However, the Senate, still dominated by Barisan national politicians, blocked it just a month later. At the point of this recording, the bill is still meant to go back to the Lower House of Parliament for yet another vote. However, it looks to be only a matter of time before its repeal. Article 68 of the Federal Constitution of Malaysia states that the Negara can
0: only delay bills for up to one year. And indeed, one year ago this week, the retabled bill was passed in the lower house and in December 2019, the Senate too passed the repeal of the short-lived oppressive law.